I'm very excited to interview you. I really really love books and this is going to be very fun for me. Awesome. I'm looking forward to this. So Nisha, I'm curious to know how do you come up with the storyline for a book? All right. So it takes a few months to come up with the storyline. Um so I take inspiration from all around, right? Including my everyday interactions with books, what I see on the news, what I see on the TV. So As writers we're basically like sponge we observe everything around us we absorb and then we stitch the exciting bits together to make an interesting story so that's what we do yeah and it must take a lot of time to think of those storylines cuz i never knew to take like months to think of a storyline it does take a lot of time it does take a lot of time but i think with practice and focus in it attention you can you know kind of get closer to creating your storylines faster yeah so do you come up with a story and then say hmm, that sounds like a good story let me write it down or make a book about it or do you first decide that okay i want to write a book and then start thinking of a story Okay. So for me what I do is I first create an outline um so that way the premise is clear the foundation is clear uh then I go about detailing the story the characters because I think once you define the characters it kind of becomes easier to build a story around it and you know precisely how each of those characters would react when you put them in a certain situation so that's what I do but I never make it concrete uh i ensure that it's fluid because that's when the creative process can flourish so that's the way i do it yeah for me for me in school i just when we write stories it we need to think of it just then and there on the go yeah do you figure out the entire story at the start and then start writing or do you think of just a starter and the story keeps building on and evolving from that as you write the book so i largely figure out the premise of the story before i start um but like i said it's not always concrete and it shouldn't be that way because you're constantly bombarded with ideas and thoughts and so i prefer keeping it open even though i have a foundation and i kind of evolve on the go So that's that's what I do. Yeah. Because it would be really hard to finalize and on something at the start and then stick to that. You, yeah. Because you start something and then you get a new idea. Hmm, that sounds like a good idea and you try to fit that new idea in. That's what happens to me sometimes. And that's a good way of doing it as well. 
it helps. <laughs> yeah. and, and as I said earlier, I, in school, like probably every term or something, we mm-hmm. need to do an assignment in English, like a writing assessment, mm-hmm. where we do a story or an article or something. Okay. And when I do those, I struggle with finalizing one one final idea. Mm-hmm. And like the ideas just keep jumping. <laughs> Sometimes it's really hard to just stick to one idea and say, okay, mm-hmm. this is the idea. I'm going to stick to it. Yeah, I, I can totally relate to what you're sharing, Vedant, because it happens to us as well. Uh, because you're you're constantly distracted or you know jumping from one idea to another but uh, I think as writers it's important we you know make a conscious effort to steer the attention back and that comes you know with practice and over time um, so while you can you know kind of play around with ideas every now and then you should not fo- lose focus on the main plot um, uh, which is what I recommend and which is what I follow as well. So I keep that focus on, on the idea. And every time I find myself, you know, getting distracted and going to different, you know, thoughts and ideas, I steer the attention back. Yeah. Yeah. It can be very frustrating. <laughs> yes. And some, because when I do it, sometimes I just, I'm like, ah, what do I do? <laughs> it it does happen and I think it's it's okay because you're also at an age like if you know you are writing you're also at an age where uh you tend to you know get distracted and and look at so many other things around around you and you want to incorporate that into your story but try this you know put down your main plot on the page and when you are thinking you if you find yourself you know going in all different directions then you start reading your main plot or premise, which can really, really help. Yeah, and it's really, it's really, really fascinating how you authors find a way to finalize your ideas and make them into a 200, 300-page book. Totally. I surprise myself sometimes as well. Yeah, because I read books like Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and some of them are like, 900 pages long and I wonder wow how does the how does JK Rowling actually pull the story along for 900 big long pages oh yes that that's a that's a tough one to crack um so when you start you start with the premise with just four or five sentences right but then I think as you develop and build on your characters, on your storyline, you start fleshing out, uh, you know, uh, the main, the product. And um, for us, I guess, you know, we take inspiration from all around. And I have actually incorporated a lot of characters and attributes of people around me into my books. So uh, it really helps, uh, you know, when you're developing the storyline. So. We use a lot of what we see around us to, you know, kind of build and stretch our stories. Yeah. And also, like I said, because like I said, with the 900 page books, those are only one part because there, there's also like a whole series of books sometimes. Like mm-hmm. if you have like 
let's see maybe Percy Jackson or Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. So it's really fascinating how they do that. Yeah, I think all all authors, all writers have their own way of. Uh, you know, conceptualizing the kind of story that they want to work on and, you know, what would grab the reader's attention. Um, So we all do it differently. It takes a little time to kind of build on the plot. You know, for some people, it takes a few months for some, like I think J.K. Rowling took a couple of years to put that together. Um, But uh, eventually, you know, what we have to put down over there is what would grab the reader's attention. So even if it's a 200 or a 900 pager, I think that's that's what every author is gunning for. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really like thinking of, thinking of stories and I really like reading books. That's wonderful. You've got a great hobby, including the podcast, which I love. <laughs> Okay. To what extent do you do you use your real life experience to influence your stories? A lot, really. So um, I've always been an observer. I like to sit back and watch people and absorb. And I do that a lot. So I have, in fact, incorporated a lot of um characters from characteristics and attributes of people from you know uh, around me into my books and I kind of also you know pull their legs uh, especially my work colleagues in office and my friends I tell them that um you know if you've not read my book please go read it you'll find yourself in it so I do that a lot in fact one of the favorite um uh, you know, characters from both my books is something called satire. It's a witty alter ego uh, in my second novel, and it's a spin-off on some of my close friends. So I really take uh, inspiration from everyone around me. Do you do you sometimes base the characters of yourself? Because sometimes I do that in school. On yourself? That's really interesting. I do that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the main character just, it has like 10 million things that that if you read them in a list, mm-hmm. kind of make up yourself. Yeah. yeah. I do that as well. Um, like I said, uh, uh, one of those characters that I created, Satire, is a spin-off on some of my friends. My sister, who's more close to me, says it's a spin-off on me. <laughs> so, so we do that. I think if you have interesting bits in ourselves, we you know, add, can add them into the characters and watch them come alive because we are closer to it. It really helps to develop on the character. Yeah. Yeah. How do you develop twists in your stories to create suspense and keep your readers engaged? So I think the best way to do that is you put yourself in the reader's shoes. Um, That's what I do, because when you do that, you are thinking of all the possible outcomes that a reader would think of. And then the fun part is you do exactly the opposite. 
uh, in a logical approach, of course. But then when you break the pattern, that's, you know, when you get a twist and everyone is surprised. It's a lot of fun because um, especially for the genre I write, which is mystery, suspense and thriller, uh, you know, I get a lot of readers coming back to me and saying that, you know, hey, I didn't expect that. That's unreal. And how did you do it? So I think, it, it, again, it goes back to, you know, thinking on your toes on what your readers would expect. And then you do exactly the opposite in a logical way, of course. It, it cannot be something which is absolutely out of the blue because then it would be false. So there, there should be some connect. They should be able to connect the dots but it should not be predictable. So try that out the next time you're writing. Yeah, I will. Can you tell me a little about the two books you, that you have written so far? Have you started working on your third? Um, the two books. So the first book is an urban uh, contemporary romance and uh, suspense fiction novel. And it starts off as a one-sided love story and soon gets tricky as new characters emerge. Um, the second book is a mystery suspense thriller where, you know, I have a writer's world, uh, which careens into a series of twists because he unintentionally lands in a, in a scene, a murder scene of a young woman. So it's all about how the investigation takes place and they kind of, you know, identify who, who is the person behind the crime and why has it happened? So it makes for a very thrilling read. Yeah. And on the third book, well, I have a few thoughts. I think the last two books that I've written are fiction. Uh, I am looking at writing something maybe closer to the area of my professional expertise, which is HR. But I'm just, you know, playing around with thoughts in my head right now. So uh, nothing concrete on this. Yeah. This is the first time I heard that an author can self-publish their books. How do you do that? So self-publishing is something that's picking up speed in the market now. And how we do it is you have these, you know, forums. Like, for example, I have used Amazon. And um, when you self-publish, it's kind of different from the traditional publisher route, right? So you... You, you have to do everything, right, from writing to editing your book to, you know, working with designers for getting the cover page for marketing. So we, we do all this and then you have to go on to the portal, you know, like, for example, I have done on Amazon. You can create your own login. It, there's a lot of learning over there because you have to upload it in a certain format. You have to, you know, plug in a lot of information about the book and then you publish it and boom, you know, it's released worldwide. So a lot of authors today are opting for self-publishing. And I think that's a great way to get your story out rather than wait for the traditional route, which is a long drawn process. And I'm sure you can do that too, Vedant, if you write sometime. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds really fun. It is. It, it, it doesn't cost any money, right? It doesn't, but it does cost a lot of time and effort. I think the only spend you have is when you do the self-publishing, you definitely have to invest on a good editor because uh, you cannot, you know, skip editing at any point uh, if you have to get a good book out. 
and and on a book designer but everything else is all your time and efforts yeah can you share any tips or advice for aspiring authors like me oh definitely so uh writing it's a it's a lonely process because you're doing it by yourself it definitely takes a lot of discipline um sacrifice huge effort Thanks. and it's quite tedious it'll drain you it's tough but my advice is never give up um because it's a journey that will help you grow vedant you know when when you complete writing a book and you see it out there in in the hands of your friends and you know around the globe it's one of the best feelings um in the world it's something else altogether so if you plan to write you know sometime just ensure you dedicate good amount of time every day uh, you have to do it every day you know towards the book you know and that's the only way you can accomplish a task because unless you spend time writing uh it's just going to drag and take years for you to complete it yeah and in your books do you do you usually do do you usually like to put pictures in them or do you like to do words only okay so that's that's an interesting question so for the two novels that i wrote they were all words uh, it's it's more for the grown ups but i did write a, a children's story book you know sometime that was more so for my son uh, so that had a lot of pictures and 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 you know colorful elements in it so i think it's more uh, dependent on the audience you want to cater to i think the kids obviously like pictures and for for the grown ups like us it's more words i bet you like a lot of pictures in your book sometimes yes sometimes no if yeah. i can't find what's going on and i think okay i need a picture here but otherwise i i'm okay with any just like reading books all right what got you interested in writing novels What did you want to be as a child? So um I've always loved a good read. I think I remember my childhood and as early as when I was, you know, maybe 6 or 7 years old, my mom enrolled us into a library, a library membership back then and I think I started reading at a very young age. So uh while reading, I said, you know, why not write a book that can appeal to you know to to indian readers and to a global audience which is something that i'm trying to do right now um so i guess i i always uh, lean towards art and creativity because i am right brained <laughs> so any form of art and creativity makes me happy so uh as a child to your second question um i wanted to be a an artist a creator a painter a writer um and i guess to some extent i've been able to you know achieve that now with the habit of writing books yeah because when you write books you're making a form of art yes. and you're absolutely it's all about creativity Yeah, thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you so much Vedant. It was really a pleasure talking to you. Um and I I just want to say that it's it's 
wonderful that you do what you do. It's it's inspirational. You're a little child prodigy, which I tell your parents. So thank you for having me on your show. Yes, thank you. And um, thank you for coming. I really learned a lot and I enjoyed talking to you. I'm glad you did. Thank you so much. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page, Curious Vedan, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes, subscribe by searching for Curious Vedan wherever you get your podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedan.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedan. And don't forget to rate and leave comments.